I am unashamed. What about you? Still making fun of me a podcast later in my defense. So we were in between the starting this next podcast that we're doing doing some of our ads, and so we got back into lamb basted versus lamb blasted. No, I had I changed the M to N, and I put blast because that sounds more critical. Yep. If you land blast somebody, that means you drop some C4 <laughs> in added, the middle of their you argument. You just added one little caveat. caveat, as it's a caveat. There's another word for it. Yeah, little caveat. 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 Little caveat. Look, you got to remember, I'm married. One mar- L changes everything. <laughs> I'm, married, I'm married to an English police officer. When, like, so when someone is speaking, my wife, she will lean over. Well, she did this first You're thing. basically saying instead of. Of bombastic, you said bombastic. <laughs> well, look when just so, so just difference. to prove Dad your point. So when I when I put in land blasted, Jace's new word, mm-hmm. it said, "Did you mean land based?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what it said. Did you mean land based? Yeah. And then it gives you the definition of land based, which could yeah. be land. That's why land-based. the last group of people that we're a part of. That's why we're unoffendable. <laughs> That's right. Because I would say to that, if I could talk directly to the Wikipedia people, I would yeah. say, nope. <laughs> I heard your d- word. I like this one better. So yesterday, look, last day of duck season, I'm going back to town, which is usually a 35-minute venture. You know, I, Missy said, hey, she ordered some food. Go by and get it. Great. We have a plan. So I'm getting close to the mill, and all of a sudden, I see both lanes of traffic dead stopped right in front of the mill. Mm -hmm. And I think, what could be going on? What? Is there a wreck? You know, your mind goes through all this. Because a little further, there's train that crossed it. Wasn't the train. Wasn't the train. If it was the train there, you're in trouble. Well, I had forgotten that every year, the the redneck people in this area, they do a... Christmas parade. Oh. They do it every year. And every year I get right in the middle of it. <laughs> and at first you go through the gamut of emotions. I've missed lunch. Is there any way around it? No. There's no way around no, it. No, shut down. We shut down the town. And look, there was I would I would approximate, is that a right usage of the word? That's good. That was enough. Five thousand <laughs> rednecks. They have now got on both sides of the street. They call it the. They call this the Balkanville. And basically, Balk- shut it down. The Balkanville you know, Christmas Parade. They you, shut did down you, the flow of traffic. They, did they, you realize they, that yeah. we've had two family members serve as Grand Marshal of the Balkanville Christmas Parade? What? What? Anybody want to guess look, who those two were? I'm going to guess Sa. Si. Sa si was one. Who's the other? Mom. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Phil didn't even know that. Did you know that? I didn't know that. <laughs> So here's what I noticed. That they, once I, two different uh, years they served as the grand marshal of the My, my feelings of in a hurry and impatience subsided, and I realized, you know what? Embrace this. Enjoy it. So I picked out a few factoids that I thought would be chuckly. <laughs> chuckly. And, it, you know, because these are my people. Now, right. Number one, they had, I don't think that many rednecks live in this area, so they had to drive in from surrounding areas. Do you think? Uh, you know, you're probably right. I doubt there's. I mean, 5, well, there's lawn chairs out there. Yeah, there. And oh, that's a draw. I think it's a regional draw. So yeah. they got 
they got the uh, the floats, as they say. And you got to remember, over half the floats consisted of a trailer bed and hay <laughs> being pulled by a truck. But do you know what the biggest cheer of the parade that I was a part of? Because I just, you know, did you find yourself in world, the parade? Oh yeah, we, you just go in because <laughs> people are like, get her done. You mm. just pull in, and there's a mixture of cars. You may be the third honorary. <laughs> Look, I actually felt like this was so dangerous because there's kids all over the street, and there's people driving, and it just gets in with traffic. I actually looked up. So what are Last they, what night are they celebrating? To, what to are they see celebrating? if anyone had died during this. That's how dangerous it seemed to me. And, <laughs> and we all lived. What are we celebrating? Christmas. It was Christmas. Oh, okay. So here's yeah. what I found funny. The biggest, the biggest cheer of the entire parade was some old boy with a bunch of kids in the trailer Hey, they're throwing out beads, and they they throw out the beads. Oh, we got a little Mardi Gras mix in there. That's what oh, yeah, it's Gras. beads and crappy candy. That's <laughs> okay. what it is. And look, the streets are just littered. Like the yuppie people would just faint and fall out. <laughs> nobody, as they go, nobody's well, cleaning it up. They ain't cleaning this up. Hey. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> been long get that. The biggest cheer was one of the trailer tires of the uh, trailer <laughs> – the tire, no, it is, we're way past flat. That happened on the way up there. We had a flat tire. So you're now the, the rubber's gone, the rim, and there's sparks flying, and the crowd is going crazy. There's a guy with sparks flying. Wait, that should have. Like it was a built in uh, sparkler. <laughs> These kids are on the back of this trailer with this hay right there could go up at any minute. <laughs> I thought, and what is the crowd doing? Cheers. Yeah! We got it like a NASCAR, you know, debacle. <laughs> but Jason, I didn't even know anything about that. Well, have you got out more? You I've heard of no one. And what's shocking is that Sai and my woman <laughs> have been the grand Your wife and your brother were the grand marshals on that different years. That was news to me here's, right here. I see it. I'm here's the same. My, mom said, oh, it was so good. It was like I was the queen of my people. Here's the second thing. <laughs> here's the second thing I noticed is that in the redneck world, I, I finally realized this while watching all this, because, you know, I was in this thing for two hours, is that we use our horn. You know, most people, that there's actually in some societies, in the, especially in these urban towns, they want to file laws against the use of a horn because it causes road rage. And, road rage? Well, because if you blow the horn at somebody in an urban area, that causes road rage. They, they're panic, like, panic how dare in. you blow your functional horn at me because I was, you know, stopped at a red light on my cell phone. I, I think I'll drive past you and shoot you. But in defense of these laws, Jays, when you go to New York, they overdo it a little bit. We're all backed up here 30 deep. And well, they're just, <laughs> New York's an exception. Go they ahead. use their horn. Which, so, by the way. I like that. But it's against the law now. That's what I'm saying. They, they're not supposed to use their this horn. This is what I'm talking about. But here we use our horn. Right. We, if somebody pulls out in front of me, it I means right. if somebody's in front of me and they turn around like what? And I'm like, go. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to have the horn and yeah. it's going to be loud, why not use it? 
if you want to stop this, quit putting the horns in the vehicles because right. I'm going to use it. Right. So I was going to tell you, tell you, the horns were going off constantly. But that was just more celebration. Yeah, well, we're celebrating the horn. Celebratory. I just thought. Like a Biden uh, car rally. So the third thing I'll say, now this is the PG-13. No, it was R, I guess. But some, and this was strange, because, you know, I'm a man, and uh, we've gone through different texts about lust, and, and you know, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out, these these bar, barbaric-type passages, you know, about keeping your heart pure. But I'll tell you this. In the redneck world, which they got this from Mardi Gras. When the bead float comes by, some of the women will lift their shirt up to get the bead stone to them. Oh, boy. And I will tell you this. I had so it's Mardi Gras zero Chris. temptation <laughs> to look at the female. When they went to the bottom of the shirt... <laughs> to raise it up, I said, nope, I'm not scanning that. <laughs> that was zero temptation. <laughs> you were like, pass. I'll pass. So uh, I thought that was comical. Uh, but you know, it's interesting you brought that up. So we're when we were on our airplane going to Bahamas, so there's, there's two seats here and then one seat right across the aisle. And there was a woman in the one right across the aisle, and I'm in the seat next to the aisle. So she's literally as close to me and you are here, Dad. But I wasn't even paying attention to this woman, but Lisa noticed her. And so I never even looked over there. When we landed, she had such a loose clothing on, apparently one of her boobs came out of her shirt as she's sitting there, and we're all ready to get off the plane. And so Lisa noticed because there were two men standing up, an older man in front of us and one behind us that are looking. You know, she can tell that, well, she's, then Lisa looks over like, what are they looking at? Well, they're looking at this woman with an exposed breast. If a woman has her breast exposed in a public place, she's, she knows it. <laughs> well, that's what Lisa said. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, she was just showing up. But I think now, and there's a, there's a movement in our society that people want to be like, well, I can do this and you shouldn't look. Right. And to I'm, my, to, I'm not sure why they feel that they have to do that. I don't know either. Senseless. Faithless, <laughs> heartless, and ruthless. A quoting of Romans one. That's right. No, that Phil, you you left depravity one, has you, gone mainstream. But you left one thing out: shirtless. Yeah, That's shirtless, right. shirtless. Yep. There you go. Maybe we could start with shirtless. But yep. I, what I'm saying is, I was glad that I was oblivious and never noticed. That's either either I'm getting older or or kudos to me that I wasn't even looking for that. Yeah. So anyway, I thought so you I were would. in the middle of the redneck Christmas parade. Yeah, and I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, it was. It will become worse than what Jay just described. Missy said, it's over. Right. Where have you been? I said, I went to the Christmas parade. <laughs> she went, what? <laughs> I said, well, I actually got caught up in it. I said, but at first I was impatient. And I said, but as it went on, I thought. These are my people. I was going to say, if they had only any idea that you were in it, because you're like one of the redneck princes around here, they would have realized they had royalty. Well, they've had Cy, si, they've had was, Mom, they kind of unofficially had you as the... I see why we're made fun of, though. I mean, it was... <laughs> it just didn't seem like a whole lot of education represented there. It seemed a little dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and it just seemed like the economy in that area has is really low. Yes, yeah, low. Because nothing about it was real nice. Yeah, yeah. It all just Wasn't seemed kind of duct taped and bondoed 
vehicles. So it didn't look at all like Macy's Parade in New no. York with the big uh, no. thing floating. It was and... all about the candy and the beads and the kids. <laughs> yeah. And they wonder why a morning or late afternoon stroll through the woods <laughs> is a bad, is a, not a bad thing, is it? I'll tell you it's this, Al. Thing. Laws were broke. Multiple <laughs> laws were broken during that procedure. Did you, but, by the way, did you see the laws? Did you see any police officers? I, I saw a couple of police officers riding in the middle of it, and I thought, are they trying? <laughs> <laughs> What's their role? It was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> are they just saying it's just are they too kind of caught up in the flow or too the... much to tackle the herd mentality <laughs> if somebody sometimes it's just best to say I, I need to just chill out here and like you did and just say you know you know what I just it's like, the, it's like the old preacher said one time and said you know I look around I'm like a mosquito in a nudist colony there's so much to do but I don't know where to start <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know but it was it was funny. That's pretty funny. All right, let's take a break. So you ignored my advice. I know you. Remember a while back I told you how thousands of guys trust keeps for their hair loss prevention. If you trusted me back then, maybe it'd be showing off your thick head of hair and all your holiday photos. But you still got a chance. You go to keeps.com. They're going to offer a doctor-recommended FDA approvement for hair treatment. It's the real deal. More five-star reviews than any of our competitors. These guys are good. They've been doing it a long time. You get a licensed doctor, reviews your info, recommends the right hair loss treatment for you, and then it ships straight to your door. So check these guys out. They have uh, they track your progress. There's a doctor there 24-7, a really good program. Get started with a special discount. Go to keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash door, and you're going to get 50% off your first order. So we're saving you money already. Keeps.com slash door. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash door. So I wanted to show you a picture of something. I think Josh will be able to show you, and Cade will be able to show this on the thing. So this is one of our... Uh, listener sent this to me and it was interesting because at the top of it, it said, what department in salt water made this? And I thought, well, this is somebody that's really been listening to dad. So this is, here's the picture I'll show you both. So that's a moth mm-hmm. as you can see, right? It's like that? a big one, a big moth. I mean, you see it's a person. Has this been, has this picture been altered in any way? No. I mean, that's I bigger think. than a hand. It's bigger than a hand. This is a giant. But I've seen these. Look, somebody sent me a picture of a frog, and I've been sent like a dozen times. But it's a it's trick photography. No, this is real. Oh, uh, yeah, this is real. I, I researched it. Okay. So, But this is what it looks like from behind the moth. Oh, my goodness. When his wings are closed. What about that? A two-headed moth. So it, that's his wings, but it looks like two snakes. Well, you're saying his... Well, his, hers, I don't know if mine. Oh, oh, that's his wings? That's the wings from behind him. So if somebody comes, some uh, varmint comes up and they're going to eat this moth, they think there's two snakes looking at him. Now that is something. That's pretty awesome. Find, yeah. It? So here's another picture of it right here. So oh, I see. I see how it works. Yeah. So the what, tip of but, his wings. But she asked a good question. What, what part of the slime 
in salt water <laughs> right. produced that little thing. Exactly. Which I thought that was really interesting because we talk about all the things in nature. So the Almighty, for a defense mechanism for this moth, made it look like there were two snakes ready to pounce. So, you know, something's coming. I don't know what would eat this moth, but whatever it is, he's coming along saying, a you frog? know. A frog? A frog. I got to take on these two snakes if I want to eat this moth. I mean, that's a pretty good defense mechanism. It is. Now, these are the kind of material that we need we need to be passed on that is because i love looking at the details of life right of all life and and once you just compile it all the evidence is overwhelming that some intellect designed it yeah Yeah. like that 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 that's i don't even know where to start well and, and you know again an evolutionist would say no over time this thing, you know, evolved to the point where it could have this, you know, these what look like two snakes on the back of his wings. But I well, mean, the natural selection. I that, mean, things do evolve where, you know, we've had this discussion right. before. But, you know, who, how did it get set in motion? This just looks like an intellectual design. Yeah, it there, is. There, there's some intent here to keep this little moth, which when you think about a moth, it doesn't have much of a defense system no he's pretty much like if you slap one he just turns into dust right and if you and if you crank up a fire or a little candlelight they just go right into it oh, you know yeah. the moth just, to flame you know you just sizzle them you know so i mean they, they don't have a lot but now this guy this guy's you're gonna have to think twice about eating him well if i reach my hand back i'd say whoa Ooh. <laughs> like hesitation i just basically he was designed for you to pause exactly Say, wait a minute. I thought it was pretty good. And then one more, Jay's for you from a listener. I'm always uh, hearing from folks. Uh, John is from Pennsylvania. So he sent me a, it says, FYI, just for you guys, in quotation or in parentheses or not. And he sent a number that is another bank number from Pennsylvania. (laughs) So You know what's funny? So he's like, here, if y'all want to shut this one down, here's one up in my area. Well, look, there is a new bank in the city that I noticed that we live that is now putting the time and temperature up. Ah, I'm like on the big screen out- podcast listener. <laughs> <laughs> so say no to cell phones. Just look at your local bank. That's exactly right. You so, know who's listening. So if you do, you want to give that number? No, out? I'm not giving the number. <laughs> right, we stop. I, I mean, we caused quite the upheaval in our local <laughs> bank with this number being disconnected. But so, you know what's sad is that bank number sat there for ten years dormant. Nobody and, answered. And when I was kidding around, saying they're look staring at the red phone and saying it's ringing, ten years <laughs> later, is it an alien? The, it was almost like that. Yeah. They didn't. Need, they had forgotten that that was something that they were offering. So they disconnected. So it's disconnected. Now it's gone. In fact, I'm wondering if that bank even still exists. Time and temperature, and I have no way of grasping either. <laughs> I don't have a watch nor a cell phone. So, so an, an, I'm just out of luck. A landline would be handy for you to call in to get that if you wanted to know what it was. Yeah. Right? Usually in your rig, uh, vehicles have a have a t- clock. Most most vehicles have a clock. Oh, was that mom out there? 
Tell Kay, ask her if we can put her on speaker. Look, I'll tell you something funny. After my redneck parade, because I've been thinking about this since we have our upcoming guest next podcast, the two most persecuted people, I guess, in the U.S., because it's okay to do so, is the redneck world and the Christians. Because, you know, Matthew 5, he's like, blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you. So we just, and people do. Yeah. You know, movies, they just throw us under the bus, you know. Oh, yeah. So uh, they had the premiere of the, the Chosen Christmas special come out. What was that, Saturday night? And so Missy, she didn't, I mean, she didn't even ask me. She just bought the tickets. And, uh, Kay, do you want to come be on the show? <laughs> this is the day of surprise. So we were supposed to do a couple of videos, and Mom's here early, which describes, because Jace was late, so, all right, now we understand. So Mom's popping I've in. I've gone after. on record saying I have showed up late and dirty my entire life. <laughs> Thank and goodness Kaylee wasn't here to witness how this. About, how about a little heads up the day before? Al sent me an email a week ago. What would have happened if, if Al would have sent Phil an email a week ago and said, but we Phil changed the time? I don't even know time. what an email is, so that <laughs> would be you. hard. Thank you. But I sent an email and I texted to Dad's handlers, and he gets the word. Jace needs more handlers. That's so what here's what happened, Kay. I was in the middle of a story about you, and then I heard and then your you, voice. We heard you cackling outside. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah, that, yeah. It's like seance or something. Some. Yeah, we did that the last bad podcast where we took words that are actual words and then we transformed them into words that sound better in the redneck vocabulary. Now, I could get in on that. Yeah, I know. So, I'll all right, you. Mom, let me ask you a question. So, if you were going to say somebody was going to uh, criticize somebody, would you say that they were lambasted? Or land blasted, what, the, the, what? the last one. <laughs> land blasted. Yes. Yeah, that's what I said. I made that word up. And well, we're, Phil, we're on the same page, yeah, me and Because I think it sounds that's better. scary. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got another one for land and I fin- blasted. Cha-ching! We need to do a poll, an online poll. An online the, poll. The critical when you are criticizing somebody, are you land blasting them or land basting them? <laughs> I mean, you talk about a yuppie still, word. You're still making a, a lamb based, not lamb basted, lamb basted. It goes. By the way, you can pronounce well, it either. That's almost custom. Yeah, it's, it, it sounds either way. You can pronounce either way. Either yeah. way. All right, thank you. Clear that up. So look, but so, dad. By the way, dad is correct. Dad corrected us. Dad corrected him. The correct English word is lamb basted yep. or lamb ba- or basted. Yeah. Well, okay. he did. He did have a degree in English. Now, we talked about that. Yeah. So anyway, I never got there. <laughs> So, Kay, I was a part of the Redneck Parade that you were once the... Do you remember being the Grand Marshal? I was the Grand Marshal. But guess what? I didn't choose to be there. It just... (laughs) I I was driving by and it swallowed me up. I was in it for two hours. How did I miss that event when Miss Kay was the queen of the event? That was Saturday. So anyway, what I was going to tell you is... How did he that, miss that, Mom? Because you didn't tell Dad you were going to be the... Uh, I'm sure I told him 10 times and he tuned me out <laughs> like he always does. At this place, I'm never going to get through the story. <laughs> well, that, Welcome, so, Mom, to the podcast because then you're never going to... Hang on. Before you tell, let's take a break. So, Dad, when you hear the word dwell, what do you think of dwell? Dwell? Uh, I... I it, 
kind of associated with dwelling. Yeah, with where you live. So there's a, a new one here for you to log into your vocabulary. It's a new Bible app, and it's inspired by the psalmist command that we hide the word of God in our hearts which is pretty good. I like that idea. So Dwell has been, built a beautiful listening and reading uh, experience for the scriptures. Uh, and look, by the way, you guys, I know a lot of you listen to the podcast. A lot, I've, I've met so many of your truck drivers and you have jobs where you listen a lot. This is a great thing for you just to be able to hear the word of God. Got all the best versions, ESV, NIV, KJV, NLT, what message, whatever you like. There's also a new read along experience which is really good uh, that you can read along with it, which kind of helps you remember it. So it's time to get into the Word because we love the Word of God. It's the, it's the backbone of the Unashamed podcast. So to get started with Dwell, you go to dwell, D-W-E-L-L, dwellapp.io slash unashamed. You're going to get 10% off a yearly subscription, or you can get 33% off Dwell for life. That's really good. 33% off saves you 50 bucks. So make sure to visit dwellapp.io slash unashamed and commit to scripture for the rest of this year or for life. Christ may dwell in your heart. There you go. So we get tickets to the chosen Christmas special. So we we invited our neighbors. Love your neighbor. Yeah. So it was Missy and I and a couple that lives right next to us. And so when I get there, I hear this voice, you know, after we, cause we've already paid for our tickets. We walk in and I looked up and I thought, I noticed one of your friends. And I was like, but I called her name out, which was Lynn, but evidently she, she can't hear cause she just ignored me. And uh, <laughs> Maybe I kept, she's been I kept hearing <laughs> this voice, you know, and I was like, it sounds like my mom. I told Missy that and we looked, was like, no, we were looking too high. And uh, and lo and behold, here she, she comes. I said, "Why am I not surprised?" The premiere at the movie theaters of the the Christmas special, which I loved. Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. So, if you need some family activity to do, I tell you what was weird about it is, as it went on, I felt like I was at a service, a gathering. I did too. of church people, but it. You're, you're and once in our our theater because it was oversold, so they had to go into two theaters. You were actually in a different room than I was, but uh, well, I tried to find you and I couldn't. I know because we were it was an overflow crowd, and so uh, but once someone erupted in applause because at first they I don't want to ruin the thing for you, but they show a few music videos, Christmas songs, kind of contemporary like which we like. And then they had the Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and they had a few speeches in there. It was like a Christmas special. So well, it's just like one of those uh, Fathom specials is what they call it? Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Because okay, I, I thought it was just an episode, Christmas style right. of The Chosen. So I don't – and I was like, boy, the undercard is lasting a while. And Missy's like, this is the show. <laughs> she she leaned over and said, this is it. I was thinking – You kept waiting oh, for the yeah, next Well, thing. where's – you know, because it, it it kept just, they were kept singing songs. And I was like, do we sing? Or, But I, about halfway through there, people started singing. They did, and then in pe- our theater. Yeah. Then people started clapping. Then we got a few amens. And I had to constantly remind myself, we're in a movie theater. 
which was that was the coolest part of it. I well, and I'll tell you another thing. When when it ended, because it was probably what two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, nobody left. They just they, sat there. They I just, know. They just sat there and hung out, kind of like you do fellowshipping at church. I thought. Well, this is awesome. It's when you know something different than movie when everybody's just running to get out at the end of yeah, it. So it was a really good night. So if you that's want, that's what our culture is missing in all this. Oh, I know. It, it was awesome. So I want to, since you brought it up, I forgot all about this. But so I'll bring this to your attention, Jace. So a friend of mine is a guy named Barry Loudermilk, and he's a congressman from Georgia in D.C. And so he sent me this picture. Because he and I talk a lot. And in fact, one of the videos we're doing today is for Bart. Remember the guy that went with us to Europe? Yeah. The guy's our bodyguard. Yeah. So he's retiring. But anyway, so so you recognize this guy, Jace, and we'll show the picture to the audience. So you know this. Oh, guy. yeah. That, that's, that's the actor. That's that, Jesus on the chosen. Right. So yeah. they took, so they gave him a tour of the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry did. But I want you to look above his head. Now, this was totally. No, that is crazy. That was totally not planned. What is it? I, I'm going to show you. Look, look there's at this. a cross. There's a, statu- there's a statue behind him way across the room. Nobody's going to believe that. It's like the moth with it the, look. Is. That's like the moth with two snakes for wings. That's it's just right. a coincidence. Look at that. So Barry sent me this picture, and he was like, head. you know, we gave him a tour, and, the, and then he said, look above his head. And I was like, look, because I didn't notice it at first. And, and I was you like, look at that. Him? The, this is the actor that plays Jesus dad on the uh, on the chosen. Yeah. But they took that shot just from across the room. Nobody thought about what was behind him, but it happened to be a statue <laughs> that had a cross on top, which was really pretty awesome. When you think about it. It's almost like the Almighty said, "Hey, let me And to the skeptic, I'll say, "You know what? When you cuz they say that's just a coincidence, yeah, but when you look for Jesus, you'll find the cross." There you go. Wow. Okay, this is what we do. <laughs> this is the Unashamed Podcast. Off the cuff, just And I'm bam. so shocked that Jason talks the most. <laughs> now that is something, isn't it, Jason? Well, your husband sometimes is not in the mood to talk. Oh, he's not? No. Maybe he thinks he can't get in. So what do you think about the charge? They're making a charge against me. I don't laugh enough. <laughs> I hurt Phil's feelings because I told like three or four really good jokes, and he just never. This was when this was well, last week. It yeah. Sometimes he he either don't get it, he's tuned you out, or something because I say funny things and he didn't. So I get right in his face, and then I do it, and so he gets it. I'm gonna draw a line there. <laughs> does he yeah. does he laugh when you're right in his face? Bob? He chuckles sometimes. <laughs> well, look, so mom, I hadn't planned for this. I hadn't planned for you to be here early. And so since you're here, we'll pivot a little bit. So let's talk a little bit. This is your favorite time of the year. Correct. Because you love Christmas, right? Correct. Thanksgiving right into Christmas. A lot of eating, a lot of cooking and food, which is. And, and decorations. All, decorations. So let's tell a few, you know, holiday stories uh, about you know, from growing up, what, what, why was Christmas so special to you? I mean, and was it like that in your family or was it yeah. just later because of us? No, in my family, we went to nannies, my grandmother's who I live with, you know, half the time, but it was the neatest thing. See, she had a big living room. She had a big dining room, but it was closed off. So that those two rooms in the winter were ice cold. I mean, you didn't go in there because unless you had your heavy coat on, 
And that's the way they did. They wouldn't dare heat the whole house. We well, never heard of that. Well, that's where they needed to hide their Christmas presents. Yeah. Well, I'm if, sure they could. If you'd have had but, any. Yeah. And now they, they were real funny. They did not put out the presents till right before the day we opened them, Christmas yeah. Eve. So it's so not like they were under is, the tree. Or is that who taught you this the game where every year you would tell us we wouldn't have any Christmas presents? I you, made you, that up all by myself. <laughs> but you did it every year. And every year we would have them. I know. After a while, I thought. Maybe she's just saying this, <laughs> but it always seemed to work. It worked out. Well, yeah, because I didn't think I could get something. Then I got a good charge credit, and I got <laughs> presents. And I, I thought, yeah, you didn't know that. But so what I did was then I can buy pres- presents now. It took me two years to pay them off, but I got them. There's yeah. no telling what those presents cost in the long haul, right? Right. Well, we, I'll say as on behalf of Jason and I and our siblings, we're glad you went to that measure to make sure we had a little something. Well, I, w- I wouldn't dare not. What's your famous line, Miss Kay? Bill, I've been poor with you, and I've been rich with you. Rich is better. <laughs> That's true. It's not fun to wait to the last minute and think, how can I get that? Well, I think that's, I mean, my, my, you know, psychological, I guess, evaluation is this, that then when, when we came along and the business took off, then Christmas kind of went kind of crazy, kind of chaos for a while. There were just piles of stuff. Cause it was like, I tell you what, we didn't have much for 25 years, but we're so going to we pile up. Had a, somebody burned up a $50 bill. Yeah, that was, that was the first year mom <laughs> decided to give out $50 bills to all of us. And then mine got caught up in the trash burning of the wrapping paper. That's actually against the law to burn. Yeah. Currency. You broke the law, and I lost the 50 bucks. We burned look- for years. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can burn. You can't burn money. actual money. Currency. Well, nobody wanted to burn. <laughs> well, we couldn't find that $50 So what's, what's funny, that's been 25 years ago. And mom has never given cash since, only checks. Yeah. And she was like, no, you won't burn my 50 there. So now she'll put a check in. The, you did you it. You know what's interesting, Kay, in our society now, in the fintech world, now the big, the new payment is to buy now, pay later. Those are the hottest stocks on the market. Companies that say you can buy something, but you pay later. Why, those, those why companies, would they do that? Because of people like you. Yeah. Because oh. then in Christmas, you could go buy oh. and then pay later. It's like, you remember layaway? I thought, this is K. I used to layaway. <laughs> it's just a, it's a sophisticated way to do layaway. And, and Everything lay- makes it. But then back. I would always lose my ticket to get my stuff back. <laughs> well, So anyway. I would say, well, can I just go back there and show you what it, and she said, no, you can't go in the back of our store. <laughs> I was just going to go look around through the layaway. Let's, let's take another break. So one of our uh, sponsors is a, a group called Good Ranchers, and they're good guys. Uh, they're not just good ranchers. They're good guys. They've come up with a good product. But one of the things I loved about them is when I got the chance to share with them some is they, they all have a time they spend in ministry. They're believers. They love our podcast, and they really want to support us in what we're trying to do uh, to get the gospel out there. So I just want to encourage you guys to check these guys out. Like I said, great product. They're really trying to help Americans. There were over 100,000 uh, American farms and ranches that shut down uh, because so much uh, meat was coming in from country, other countries. And then, of course, they're processing and saying it's American made when it's really not. So I want you to check these guys out. Go to goodranchers.com slash fill. And if you go there right now, you're going to get 10 free fillets. In addition, if you subscribe, 
you will save $25 off each subscription box of all their meats for life. So it's really affordable. It's a way to feed your family. Like I said, they're American first. They're also believers, good guys. 10 free fillets, that's $119 value, free express shipping, and $25 off your monthly subscription for life at goodranchers.com slash fill. So get your best deal of the year, goodranchers.com slash fill. Get those fillets and get this meat coming to your house. But, you know, the layaway, if you didn't go back and pay for it, then they just put it all back on the shelf. They but did. Isn't, that, isn't that stupid you had to have your receipt? I mean, who's going to, what kind of kind man, I mean, I am guess they're out there, would go up there and make up a story on I bought the wrong size shirt, I don't have the ticket, here it is. And they're like, well, you don't have that receipt. So I decided today to get this crappy $7 sweater and bring it back. <laughs> But I don't have the receipt, so go away. I mean, you're right. In the computer era, we are to be moving on from paper receipts. Now, most of the time, they'll email it to you anyway. You don't even get a paper receipt unless you just... Well, I ask for them because I don't email. What do you do with all your paper receipts? Where are they at? Oh, I put them in a drawer for a while, and then I throw them all away. <laughs> That's right. So well, I'm that, saying you can pretty much just bypass the whole, you know, hoarding process of that by just throwing them, you know, saying, no, I'm, I'm Well, good. yesterday we went, so Sunday, the next day, we went to a, it was kind of a Christmas-themed church service. So I did two in in one weekend, but they showed a movie. They showed parts of The Grinch. I had never seen that movie. The original Grinch? The cartoon? It was Jim Carrey was Oh, okay. In it. That's a, yeah, updated. So that's what, a when was action. that? Maybe seven or eight years ago. Seven or eight but years they ago? Put, they did that, that at the church? No, out. The whole, everybody over here said. What no. is it, Josh? I, I said it's a, it seemed 20 years, maybe. Oh, goodness. I had never seen that. The original uh, Grinch is far better. Well, it was actually pretty good, though, because it Carrey's was, a, now they weren't, like, focused on Jesus. Of course, the preacher was making it, because focused on jesus which was awesome but what i liked about All it right you're right that was wrong 2000 uh, 21 yeah years what ago. was that other thing we were going to get missy to uh clarify? Oh, we're going to do that that's going to be me, babe. that's going to be the same no conclusion you, there you will get scalded on that which one. is very rare to hear robertson say you were right you were right i was wrong but uh never <laughs> well they we just heard you it. just heard we it just had a groundbreaking <laughs> Well, who did? How did so, it? Mom, when do you think the well, original Grinch came out? I don't year? know. Take Two, a guess. Okay. 1959. All right. I'm still looking. I'll get back to you. Well, let story. me tell my story. Well, I was going to say it was different, but they were basically the movie, which I had never seen. Missy's like, that's embarrassing. Don't tell anybody. So I'm telling everybody. It was a pretty good movie. But and they didn't show the whole movie. They just took out the best parts, I think. And so, uh, are you talking about the Grinch? Well, this Jim Carrey version yeah. of the, the two thousand version. But they were, uh, they might have taken out anything that wasn't church savvy too. <laughs> I don't know because I never seen. I'm it. sure they did. But it was really, you know, it's not about the presents. It's not about the money. It's not about the yeah. lights and the trees. And of course, they were like, it's about you know the relationships with people. Of course, we our relationship with God is. Or they should have started with it's about Jesus, then the relationship, because relationships are better when that is your foundation. That's right. right. So it was a 
great experience. I just thought I'd bring that up. So the original Grinch was made the year after I was born, the year Lisa was born. She's in the wings. 1966. Well, I was close. You were close. You said 49? 56. Oh, 56. Okay. That's not what I said. <laughs> yeah, you do. We can roll the tape, but I heard it. 56. Wrong. Thank 59 you. is what she said. Oh, I knew there was a nine. Thank in there, you. So, oh. so oh, you, you were, were wrong, and <laughs> you I were was right. closer. <laughs> That's two Robertsons in one podcast that say we were wrong. Well, technically, you were off by seven years. A lot can happen in seven years. <laughs> That's not true, is it, Lisa? Thank you. So the Grinch, the song, uh, Cy did the song on our Christmas, and he did an excellent. It was really job. good. It was. I didn't it was, know he could sing that. Well, it was in his voice range. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Because it's lower. Grinchy. No, I was thinking Grinchy. <laughs> Who's the old black guy that sang that original song? There's a big old black guy that sang. You're a wise. Bur- Burl Eyes was it? No, in- he's a white, big white guy. Oh, but no, wrong color. Uh, it was. Uh, who, all right, someone have to look it up over there. This turned into trivia. Do you remember when y'all used to take us to movies on Christmas Eve? I the, remember that, and we went. And we saw Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah. Do you remember because? Wonder why they didn't have? I guess Phil wouldn't have went to Santa Claus, would he? You spent most of the time with your hands over my eyes. Oh yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what I had to do. <laughs> so is this right, Tyler, the creator? Is that right, John? The same the I don't even know. It says Tyler the creator, but I don't think that's right. I just think that in our society, if people take a time out and acknowledge anything good dealing with Christmas that might plant a seed to Jesus, I'm for it. Well, that's me. And, and yeah, there's a lot of a lot of times churches will be kind of in the mode of we don't know when Jesus was born, so we don't want to talk about Christmas. I was like True. Let's talk about him all the time. I think it's a great thing to talk about since we're right in the middle of the Pharisee and Teachers of the Law segment. I mean, everything you do in life, just even when we were talking about this moth, that its wings looks like the snakes, we're using that to point people to the Creator. We're taking something that was created. And so any excuse you can have to get people for the meaning of Christmas, specifically Mm -hmm. Jesus, because people aren't going to embrace Jesus till they experience Jesus, but you got to have some kind of seed planted somewhere that makes them want to at least check it out. Right. Uh, let's take our last break. So it's that time of year, we like to say, tis the season, when people are looking for great gift ideas and uh, and different things to give to their loved ones. We know that uh, a lot of you guys out there in Unashamed Nation are always looking for some good uh, Unashamed merch. And so we want to let you know there's going to be a 20% off discount right now if you use the right code to be able to get some holiday items or just some items for yourself, which is always good. So you go to Phil Merch. P-H-I-L-M-E-R-C-H dot com, philmerch.com. The promo code is unashamed20. That's unashamed20. It's going to get you 20% off. And so it's some really cool looking unashamed gear. Uh, Thanks for you to give to someone just to say I love you and also support Unashamed Nation. So we love you guys. We're so glad uh, that you're out there and that you're with us. So uh, unashamed20, philmerch.com. So I was just thinking here, Mom, one of my greatest Christmas memories of recent years, and this has been a few, say recent, I guess within 20 years, was uh, I was hunting. I was going to hunt with Dad on a Christmas morning because that's usually 
that yeah. a lot of people hunt that day because we had our family. So we brought the girls out, Lisa and I did, and we spent the night. And you and Dad had just gotten the fireplace that you had uh. half. It was a new fireplace. One of our buddies <clears throat> uh, put it in, and um, apparently he didn't do something quite right. He didn't double deck it or whatever. Where the where the wood met the fireplace, yeah. so a little close to the wood. So so yeah, it's cold. It was one of those cold nights, uh. cold Christmases. And uh, we didn't I, have central heating either. So, did you get up early, Dad? Were you the one that first? Of course, he did. I got up early. I got up because of at that time I could smell like a like a coyote, <laughs> but and I smelled smoke. That's right. And it was three thirty in the morning. It was about an hour before we were supposed to get up and go hunting. Right. So, Dad comes in and he's like, "I smell smoke." Well, I, we, I said, "Well, we had a fire last night in the fireplace." So what had happened was the fire had had gone down to the floor joist and underneath the house. Yep. And it's just glowing red. It, luckily, there wasn't any wind because you had stuff up around the bottom of your house. So Saved our, all of yeah. a sudden, we went into at 3.30 in the morning. Everybody's up. Uh, we're hauling water. Because if I'm not mistaken, it was a big freeze. So we were having to use big old... Like, yeah, the, we didn't have the electricity on no or, electricity, that's or right. any water. So we're having to haul water from wherever we can five, find it. Them five-gallon things of water. Dad's got, Dad's got a sledgehammer, and he's just busting the brand-new fireplace to get yeah. where you can put water down there. So I had the sledgehammer, and I said, this is brand-new, I understand. <laughs> but up underneath there, there's a fire there. And, I've got and you to, couldn't get to it. I, and I got to go to it with this sledgehammer and back up. And she said, you have to tear the floor up? I said, I have to tear it up. And I just started coming down on it. It started disintegrating. And we started pouring the water to it. By the time the fire department got there, he said, the only way you could have stopped that fire was what you did. I said, then they gave him dad like a sticker, like we'll, an honorary. Fire. Yeah, we'll patch <laughs> it up. We'll, we'll patch it up later. Yeah. The worst part, they broke the windows coming in. Like, why didn't they come in the door? <laughs> I don't remember the broken windows. We tore up a pretty good bit, but we got the fire put out. No, but look. Yeah. Had it rebuilt, and it, and it turned out fine. But so, we were on fire, and it would have burned the house so down. So two things, Jason, no, you'll appreciate this. So number one, Anna, my oldest daughter. Yep. Anna was in there picking out, not taking everybody's gifts under the tree because we got a fire. She only picked out her gifts <laughs> and was taking them out. I'm not going to lose everything. I that's, mean, uh, that's Grinch-like qualities. <laughs> I was like, have a fire. Grab my present. That's right. But not your sisters or no, everybody else's. No. Like, so that was one thing that was funny. And the second thing was we go through this whole ordeal. The fire department's there. It's like, okay, we're okay. The house is... Not going to burn down, but everything's just in smashed and in disarray. Dad says, "Well, it's about four thirty. It's time to oh, go ahead." I, I remember that was there. I was like, so, so "You're Jay's going duck hunting?" Because I thought, "Well, what if it kicks back up a little bit?" The fire like, department pulled out, heading back to town, and we all started heading toward the duck blind <laughs> and so. left me with a semi-burning house. No, it was, it was put out. No, I think I remember the words. He says, "If it catches up, just go out to the yard." So if well, I'm not mistaken, we moved Christmas that year to your house. Yeah. yeah That's when did. you lived on Tidwell Road. That yeah. was a smaller house. That's right. Thank and, you for reminding me. Okay, I was poor. Yeah, I had forgotten then. about the fire, but. The great fire of whatever year that was. Anna was like a teenager, so I think was right. Yeah. That was that was a great Christmas memory. And then well, we spent it with Jace at his house. Well, the be you don't have to give me anything this year, okay? Here's why. You gave Missy the, you, you actually gave me the greatest present ever. What was 
when you taught her how to cook those sweet potato pies. Oh, she man. She knocked it out of the park. And I told her, I said, you know what this means? We got to do this for Christmas because she did it for Thanksgiving. And I told her, I said, no shortcuts. No shortcuts. Yeah. Don't buy sweet potatoes in a can. Thank you. Bake them. Take them out of the, you know, skin. Mm-hmm. I, I told her everything. I said, every step I got must be done. Don't make it easier. See, that's what women do, younger women. Well, I knew <laughs> she didn't take... make their own adjustments, and when they get through, they've run the yeah. pot. She actually, when I when I tasted it, I thought, this is actually equal to, if not better, than, than Kate. Well, well, I'm going to tell you the story. <laughs> this and she said, well, I use... Because we have chickens and ducks in, in Tennessee. She said, I use the duck eggs at, for the oh, eggs. Oh, yeah. Now that could have made For the better. crust, because they uh, claim it's flakier uh, than uh, well, chicken eggs. Well, it was a little richer flavor. Yeah. So I yeah. thought, wow. Yeah, those good. eggs are ye- Much, is it more yellow. Yeah, more yeah. yellow. And, well, they're actually almost orange. Yeah. And yeah. they're twice as big as the chicken Well, eggs. it was like six. The recipe your recipe called for six, six I think. Eggs. She used four because they're, they're quite bigger. They're bigger, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, and that was a nice little bonus, bon appetit. Yeah, and there's a, well, Jason, I wasn't here, so to tell us we don't have much time left, but so you're a grandfather now. And yeah, it's, I, look, and I'm so, on, it's, it's been exciting. It's great. You know, we've laughed, we've cried. It's been <laughs> awesome. The only thing I'm upset about is the name. I mean, complete debacle. Paul. That's what they're going to call me. Really? Well, Paul. Well, Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, After we had all a, this. We had a Paul. <laughs> yeah. And, I don't know. Maybe if you start smoking. So, you know what? Now I know why Paul never said much. That's right. He, he was didn't angry. like his name. He didn't like it. So, he said 30 words in 30 years of my lifespan. Yeah. And you know why? He didn't like being called Paul, and I don't well, either. You, you. What would you have rather it had been? Well, at this stage, anything else. <laughs> Pat Paul. Yeah, anything. Just, just something Paul? lively. Paul. It, yeah, it's given. It's so plain. And you're anything but plain. <laughs> Most of the Matt Dillon episodes, they use Paul. Well, here's the but problem. But for the dad. Well, you though. know why I don't yeah. like it is outlaw Josie Wells. You know, he's the, the young boy's under the blanket. He's been shot, and... <laughs> Here Eastwood is there, and then here comes these two fellers, kind of representing Redneck USA, right. and they got us, Mister Josie Wales. Oh. And so the youngster under who had been shot, he's like, "I got the gold right here, Paul." Yeah. And he said, "What gold is he talking about?" And he's like, "There's no gold. He's, he's crazy. crazy, you know." And he's like, "Lies. Take a look under that there blanket." And so he opens the blanket, boom, you yeah. know, and he's like, "He shoots lies first, then it, he gets." But the other right guy. before that, he says, "Shut! I'm not your Paul. Shut up! <laughs> Tell him to shut up!" And he kicks him. Yeah, and he kicked him. Ooh. You know, most people's family don't memorize a whole movie, but that one, every member of our family memorized that movie. Didn't well. try to memorize it. It just became a fabric. Eastwood of my brain. said that was his best best movie ever. Yeah, well, it, well, it was. was. One of his early directors. But I'm like, now I'm Paul. Paul? Yeah, you're Paul. So how did, how does it feel, Jace, to be a grandpa? Well, it feels a little weird. I mean, I've. You I've, don't feel old enough to, to be a grandpa, do you? Tell the truth. I realize now I've gone from just being a, a man to, to, to get to an older man to kind of a creepy man. You know, when no, you're a grandpa, no, no, you're no, kind no, of creepy. No, no, no. Jace, you've just entered a zone where you're called Grand. 
grand. Well, that <laughs> would have worked. This and it grand. worked for me. You want I'm us to call you great, that? great grandpa. Even more than grand. I'm yeah. great and grand, Paul. Okay. So That's you're like, making me feel we're moving up, Jace. Yeah. Moving on up. Well, you know what, what it means, Jace, is, and you were already there, but, but when you get the grandchildren, it, it solidifies it. You are now your own patriarch. Like, Dad's still all of our patriarch, but you're yep. your own patriarch That's it. in your family. Well, here's yep. my plan. I think when she gets old enough to understand the English language, I would have a talk with her. And I was going to say, look, they're, they want you to call me Paul. But but do you have any other ideas? Good. And I think we'll go there. So well, Jason, give her a hint. I'll give you a little glimpse into the future. And the same thing happened with Mom and Dad is uh, last night my 16-year-old granddaughter and her boyfriend come in to just get advice from Lisa and I, you know, because we're the grandparents. And I thought, yeah, this is pretty much the deal. I mean, now you're a 16 year old dating granddaughter. Now, before she talks to her folks, she wants to run about the grandparents and because she knows, you know, we're going to give her some sage advice. So I told Lisa, I said, getting old stinks in every aspect, except for the wisdom. Yeah. I told Jay, Jay Stone is cooking for us now. He's a great cook, and uh, he's, he's a deer slayer. Personal chef. He, uh, I told him he, said he ought to date your daughter. I said you ought to date my granddaughter. I said I'm giving you the right to yeah. even do this. Grandpa. However, I said you have to talk to yeah. Al. Don't bypass her me. father. That's, well, that's where I, I thought Al was going with. I this. said when tell him I've cleared advice. you. I said tell him I've cleared you. That'll help you. I said, yeah. but you tell them, could you date her? I'm not giving you permission to date her. Right. I'm saying you are to. She'll make you a good yeah. woman. Which when is my, when my grandkids come to me for advice, I'm gonna say, go ask your parents. No, but here's the here's the thing though, Jess. You'll do what I did. You you'll you'll share the advice. And you'll say, here's what I think. But go talk to your folks because yeah. ultimately they make decisions. But what I'm saying is, it's that that that's what's new for Jace is now you've got the layers. Yep. You know, for you, Dad, you and Mom, I mean, y'all are still in pretty good shape. There may be a fourth layer. You may be a great, great grandpa. It could happen. Before this life is over. If the well, Almighty Phil allows it. Say it. Oh, you'll be there. <laughs> I was being honest. You just, I was feeling a yeah, bit Yeah, I'm Miss Health of America. You, you just keep them pies coming. <laughs> home. Here we go. There we go. Well, Mom, thank you for, uh, we had we had to push Kaylee to the next podcast. So you now have filled in for Kaylee McEnany. Well, so. If I could only look like her. Well, yeah. you, want, you once did. Yeah. I once did without blonde. Resurrection. Yeah. Resurrection. Oh, that's, yeah. Resurrection. Living. Yeah. Perfect figure. You got right. it. <laughs> cool. If we even have Hopefully a next time we'll have Kaylee on. And that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.